This episode of the HHH Racing Podcast is brought to you by the Adelphi Racing Club. Adelphi is a racing club of like-minded people who enjoy horse racing and the camaraderie of being a part of something bigger than themselves. It's a true community. Adelphi's founding partners have all owned horses and other partnerships and syndicates, as well as their own, and the overachieving goal with Adelphi is to blend the benefits of solo ownership with the thrill of the partnership experience. Adelphi offers an interactive ownership experience with real-time access to other partners, trainers, bloodstock advisors, and other members of the team. Adelphi partners receive frequent multimedia content on their horses, including videos, photos, and others. Adelphi is an exciting class of yearling prospects by horses, such as Street Sense, Laoban, Frosted, and Taprit, and has launched a brand new claiming and private purchase partnership. Join the club. And also, the show is sponsored by BetUS. BetUS offers up to 200 games a day with live betting, with each game between 300 to 400 different props to bet on. With a fast and easy-to-use interface, the BetUS Live betting platform ensures that your bet is made quickly to ensure that you hit the odds available at that time. With mobile live betting available, there is no better way to enjoy the game. And now, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to episode 119 of the HHH Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Howard Kravitz. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. This is going to be quite the show. I'm very excited. We are trying something new for the first time. I am tabbing it the Players Roundtable. Not one, not two, not three. I sound like LeBron. Not four. Four guests and myself, five people, are going to be on the show here. I'm very excited you're going to get a thorough dive and handicapping into Tampa Bay Derby Day this Saturday afternoon. Please make sure you subscribe right there on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. You guys know the drill. Then you want to hit that notification bell so you know when new content will arise. And then, of course, got to smash that thumbs up button so it'll tell YouTube this is a great show. You can follow me on Twitter on my name tag, at H. Kravitz. And in the scroll on the bottom of the screen, you'll see my email. Feel free to email me, hkravitzhorse at gmail.com. Now, with this new uh, sort of format we're going in tonight, I'd really appreciate a lot of comments in the live chat, but also comments down below the video player. I'd really appreciate if you like this format, we'll get more people on the show. If you just like me with one particular guest, I really need your feedback, folks, so I know, because I want to bring the best content out there possible, and it's all about you, what you guys want, not what I want. So please make sure you comment. Also, down below the video player, uh, in the description, press, uh, on the YouTube channel, of course, if you're watching this via 
um, other avenues such as you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, go to the YouTube channel and below the video player in the description, hit that show more button. And that show more button will give you details on all the promotions that I've talked about before. Before I bring on our guests, we got a lot of comments here. We have Alex. Alex, I'm not sure I've seen you uh, before joining us. Alex, thanks for joining the show. Maiden Focus. What's up, Maiden? We talked uh, today on Twitter a little bit. Thanks for coming here tonight. Got our usual guest here, Charles Blaha. Charles, hello. Nice to talk to you. Dean saying hi to everyone. Dean, thanks for joining the show. Got a lot of people watching tonight. And uh, our people that are coming on, our guest handicappers, no pressure, guys. This is a tryout. If Rowan loves you, you're coming back on. If people hate you, you're out. So, no pressure. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Uh, no pressure. Very excited. All right, guys, let's get right to it because we got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Again, please make sure you comment up in the live uh, chat so we can have the most lively conversation possible. I'm watching the list of people uh, growing watching live right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring on uh, today's guests in no particular order. Uh, we have some people that have been, actually everyone's been on before uh, one way or another, as we'll find out. First of all, our two sort of mainstays, my go-to guys from the Northeast. I'd like to bring on Mr. Paul Halloran. Paul, how are you doing tonight? Howard, how are you? I wore this just for you, Howard. Can you see it? Uh, Tampa Bay Downs. Beautiful. Yes. I love it. Next, from the Mid-Atlantic, Pete Visco. Pete, how are you doing? I'm good, Howard. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for joining the show. Next, from Buffalo, or as they said in one of my uh, favorite uh, movies, Tatanka, we bring on Jim Polaris. Jim, how are you doing? Great, Howard. Happy to be here. Jim was actually on before, way back in the day. He was one of our Zoom listeners way back in the day. So if you've been watching for a long time, you might hear that. I uh, heard of Jim's voice. Jim, thanks for joining us for his first video appearance on the show. And last, but certainly not least, a young man who's been on the show uh, nearby me in the Chicago area, has worked at Arlington Park, Mr. Kyle Roscoe. Kyle, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you doing, Howard? I'm doing great. Guys, we got a lot to talk about. Thanks for joining the show. I'm going to go ahead and uh, we'll switch to this format. Oops, sorry, we'll go to this one here. Just not because I want to be bigger, but just because I, I like the, the outlook. Uh, gentlemen, here's what we're going to do first, and people watching. We're going to have a very quick Kentucky Derby discussion. We are in the midst of Kentucky Derby preps. The Tampa Bay Derby on Saturday is the last of the 50-point uh, Derby preps. And, guys, we're going to go in reverse order from what we're going to be doing in the pick five. That means since I talked last in the pick five, I'll be talking first. And for you viewers out there, very quickly, we're going to give our uh, top three uh, picks. And by the way, the people you see on the screen, folks, not only the viewers of the show, they're excellent handicappers. These are just not your just run-of-the-mill viewers who I just grabbed off the street. They all have experience in the game, uh, so you're going to have some excellent opinions. You've heard from many of them already uh, on my previous shows. So, gentlemen, what I'm going to do is I'm going to also bring up uh, something on the screen here. And for those of you watching live at home, hopefully it's not too small for you to see. Um, and actually, as I notice when I do that, our other guests go off the show. Now, there's going to be a little bit experimenting, folks. There we go. Uh, that's perfect. So it, I, I, I want to apologize in advance to everyone. Um, I've never had this many people on, and it was hard for me to see what it looks like. So actually, I think this looks pretty good, gentlemen. As I, let's see if I go 
full screen that takes us off okay so i apologize for some of the uh views i'm doing a little bit experimenting as we go along i think we'll keep it on this so viewers and and my guests as you can see or hopefully you can see this is the current kentucky derby leaderboard by points uh my guests i also have that i'll show up the pool four because if you don't know, the Kentucky Derby Wager Pool 4 is actually this weekend as well. There are five total pools. So if we want to talk about some current prices according to the Kentucky Derby Pool, gentlemen, uh, we can do that as well. I'm going to go first very quickly. Here are my top three picks in order right now. Now, I'm not going by price, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, I'm not going to speak for my other guests. These are just if the race was run tomorrow, who I would like the most. Uh, the horse I like the most right now, guys, is Zandon. I really am a big fan of this horse. I wish I bet him at 80-1. to 1. I honestly meant to bet him uh, way back in pool one. I just completely forgot. I talked about this on my show. If Zandon wins, it'll be one of my biggest you know, betting mistakes of my life. Um, this is a horse by Chad, uh, uh, trained by Chad Brown. Just finished third. I love his upside. I think he's going to love the distance. He's very talented. I like Zandon a lot. My second choice is Epicenter, who right now is the points leader. I have a, I do a future, a future wager on him um, at a uh, smaller 50 bucks, no big deal, at, at uh, about 30 to 1. I'd be happy to collect 1,500. By far, Steve Asterson's best hope, I think, so far in his career to win the Derby. And then third, I have Smile Happy. I think the, the Risen Star race a few weeks ago at the fairgrounds is by far the key race of the entire prep season, in my opinion. So I like smile happy was that was his first start off the layoff. I think he's talented. The last thing I will say, and by the way, everyone's going to do the same very quickly to some line doing the long shot, the bomb. There's a horse that is running Saturday. I think a few of you might know what I'm talking about running Saturday, but not in the Tampa Bay Derby. I have a huge, huge, pretty big, future bet on him at 41 to 1 he's not even on that list command performance is my long shot for the derby right now he's got to he's going to break his maiden saturday cross my fingers and then run in a prep race he's only going to get one shot at it he's actually on this list as i scroll down he is he does have six points from last year from the champagne and the breeders cup uh juvenile i think he's got a love upside he's working well that is my long shot bomb right now, command performance. Guys, I went a little bit actually longer than I'd like you to go. We're going to go in reverse order. It's going to be Jim, Kyle, Pete, and then Paul in that order. Uh, so, Jim, your top three and a long shot for the Derby. One quick point, Howard. They went to the point system in 2013. Since they've instituted the point system, no horse that has crossed the finish line first in the Kentucky Derby has been worse than third at any call at any point in the race. Wow. Okay. 2000. If you don't have front speed, if you're not first, second, or third at any point, you're not going to win the Derby. The 10 years prior to 2013, when we went on earnings base, no horse that had been in the top three had been anywhere near the finish of the Derby. Okay. The Jackrabbits have been taken out. Um, yep. Front speed, the cheap uh, sprinters are no longer in there. So when I'm looking at Derby horses, you got to be able to get out of the gate. You got to be near, near on the front. And I'm for that reason, I'm going to three horses, uh, Forbidden Kingdom, flew out of the gate in the San Felipe, um, opened up, uh, ears pricked through the line. Um, classic Causeway today, or, or maybe a little foreshadowing of what I like a little bit later on. If he repeats what he did in the Sam F. Derby, uh, Sam F. Davis, and runs wire to wire like he did, he's got the right running style. 
I'm going to throw a long shot in here that may or may not get in. A horse called Taba. Taba, I think it's pronounced. Yeah. Howard probably knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Maiden winner Saturday um, at uh, Santa Anita. Yeah. Um, fantastic run. I actually had a look at it two or three times. Right to the front, challenged, one tap at the top of the stretch, exploded. Maiden win in 103, a 103 buyer at Santa Anita. Yeah. Reminded me of Justify. Um, I think it may take the same path as Justify. Going to Oklahoma, um, running in, in one of those preparations, gaining points, getting into the Derby. The only question, of course, is the Baffert horse, and this one hangs over the entire Derby. So those are the three I'm looking at. My long shot actually is my third choice, Taba. I think I'm looking. Uh, he's not. So everyone, just to switch, just for everyone to see. Yeah, he's not going to be on the list. No, he's not going to be on the list. But this is the current. This is uh, pool four. So if you're interested in betting in the uh, future wagers, I know it's a little bit hard to see, folks. Um, I don't want to go full screen. I want to respect my guests and, and keep their wonderful faces on the screen right now. We'll get rid of their faces eventually <laughs> and mine because, again, who wants to see this? Uh, I don't know if people can see that's a little bit small, but those are the pool four Right now, yeah, Taiba was wow. Actually, I I tipped Kyle Roscoe on Taiba. Uh, this horse was just working unbelievably, and I singled him in uh, a play in the contest, but actually didn't have the other race. I couldn't link him together. But all right, Jim, thanks. Let's go to Kyle. Kyle, your top three as of right now, and maybe a long shot people could look for. You and I spent too much together, Howard. I swear. Um, <laughs> Kyle, my I top... want to turn on the volume just a little Is bit, it... or maybe back up a little from the mic. Okay. Your booming voice is uh, intimidating. <laughs> um, top pick um, is Epicenter. Epicenter in the Risen Star. I'm with Howard completely that the Risen Star is going to be, and probably the Louisiana Derby is going to be the key race, I believe, in these next coming um, next coming weeks leading up to the Derby. Epicenter is just, the, I mean, he took care of business. That's all you have to do. Granted, he did, um, he did have a pretty easy going of it, but there's no reason why he can't like jim said he can't get out to the get out of the gate stay on the lead um my second one was also smile happy i um he had a tough run of it in the risen star but um i think that i feel like he's gonna be the one that comes from the back and maybe gets up for a minor if he can't get to the lead and third i want to say part of me so wants to say mo donegal but i i can't yeah I don't know if I can. It's between Mo Donegal and um, I. I just think the Louisiana horses are head above, head and shoulders above everyone else this year, and that it's between Zandon or Mo Donegal for me. If Mo well. Donegal's running, uh, Pletcher's going to put him in the wood. I think he's mm-hmm. dangerous, but he's going to again. He's going to have one shot at it, one shot at it, and that's right. it. Did you have a long shot, Kyle? You want to throw in there? It's, again, I told you we spent too much together. Uh, d- command performance because that's that's been touted by you forever. <laughs> the young but man has been listening. Why, yeah. I will say, I know Pete's. I, I got a feeling Pete wants to chime in. I will say, and everyone who's been paying attention knows the Breeders' Cup Juvenile has been a complete you know, dumpster mm-hmm. fire. The horses coming out of the race have been absolutely awful. But command performance, <laughs> I'm hoping, is going to break that. I know he's a bit of a shot at this point, but yeah. I, I still think he's very talented. Uh, uh, speaking of Pete. Pete Visco, let's go to you, sir. Your top three and maybe a long shot people should look out for. Sure, I'll try and go quick for you. So I'm yeah. gonna. I, this was almost impossible as I was looking. It was a lot harder than I expected it to be. But I'm going to go on top with Simplification, who actually saw a comment just pop up. Yeah, John Muller. Sorry, John. Yep. John Muller, thanks for joining the show. John, John, you got a friend in Pete and vice versa. 
Too bad, John. I'm sorry about that. So I, I just like the versatility and the fact that in the last two races has run really well with bad trips, which the Derby is made for running well out of bad trips. Now, the only problem is simplification also didn't get out of the gate. Great. One of them was sort of a the, 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 the hold that that got the hold that was put on them. But I just feel like a horse that can actually run on the outside a little bit doesn't need a perfect trip and can still run well is is pretty top-notch for me in the Derby. Second, I'm going to go with you guys, Smile Happy. I thought he just sort of jogged around in the Risen Star. I don't think they tried with him very much, and he still made up some really good ground at the end. I just think he's talented, and he gets the win next time out and, and probably probably vaults himself back up into close to favoritism. The third one was really tough. I, I, it was between sort of Forbidden Kingdom just because lately – the speed has been the the key in this race, but I think there might be for once, hopefully, a lot of speed. So I'm going to probably go with I'm going to go with Morello and stick to the stick to the East Coast for once, and take a horse that's just improving, runs well. I know Aqueduct and and some of the Aqueduct races aren't aren't very good for the Derby lately, but you know that trend has to end at some point. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with him. Plus, it's a nice Italian sounding name. So there you go. Let's go with that. And then a. A long, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Howard. You can say something. Well, I mean, I, I, Morello at ten to one. I mean, he—that is the most ridiculous. I'm sorry. I know he ran. I know he ran well in the Gotham. That was one yeah. turn. You're. T- I mean, ten to one right now on Morello. It seems crazy. Absolutely I wouldn't. Crazy yeah, I me. wouldn't. I wouldn't touch I, it in the. I wouldn't touch it in pool. In the pool. He'd have to be. Got, he'd have to yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, again, there's a long way to go, but for me, he'd have to be 20 to one for me to bet him in the dirt. Oh, hundred percent. If not higher, if not yeah. higher. And then anyway, quick, sorry, go ahead. Long a, shot. I was just going to say he, a quick long shot. I was going to go with secret oath at 85. I saw oh, him the Philly just for the hell of it. Even the though coach. I, I, I do not like Dwayne, Dwayne Lucas at all, but, um, Oh, whoa. You might have to go back to that comment later, <laughs> but go ahead. 85 to one I saw on, on some Vegas site. So I'm like, if, if she does get in the Arkansas Derby and runs great, then she's going to be a hell of a lot lower than that. So yeah, the shot. Well, listen, the Arkansas right now is just wide open. There is not yeah. a very strong circuit <laughs> right now. Um, I don't know where the coach is going to go. Uh, she's fascinating. She's talented. I, I, I just, I, I don't think she's as good at these Colts right now, but, uh, but who knows real quick before we get to uh, Paul, some comments, main focus. No one's mentioned white Barrio yet who won the holy bowl and was flattered by simplification maiden um i i'm not sold on white barrio yet but listen he he ran well he by the way he worked fantastically i think it was last week so um siggy mendoza if you don't know siggy siggy by the way shout out to siggy is a great follow on twitter if you're on twitter follow siggy mendoza i'm sorry siggy siggy if you want to throw out your uh your twitter hand i'll be happy to put it on screen siggy's a great follow We'll get Siggy on the show one point. Um, High Oak, boy, he he fell right. You see, he's one of the horses that he's okay. Um, obviously, he needed to start Siggy. Um, I don't know about the distance. I have a lot of question marks on him, but he's in great hands. I think that's Bill Mott, if I if I'm correct about that. Um, let's see other. All right, let's let's move on. Um, Paul, I got a question for you though before we start. This is this might be the most pressing question of all. Uh, Listen, we, we've got horrible things going on in Ukraine. We've got crazy weather throughout the country. We've got jockeys being suspended. We've got Bafferts in court. But the pressing question that everyone wants to know throughout the country is the following. Where are we going to dinner, Belmont Stakes weekend, and who's paying? 
Well, Howard, we are, you are going to be treated to Don Pepe, which is the greatest Italian restaurant on earth, which is about three miles from Aqueduct, about 10 miles from Belmont. And it is a throwback and you are going to love it. And you will be my guest, even though you keep winning all these million dollar contests. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm, I'm looking, by the way, I got all the inside info. I'm not going to say who or what. I heard there was that someone wanted to name a horse Don Pepe, but they couldn't. I think it was taken oh, or something. So this is great. Anyway, all right, Paul, who do you guys your top three and maybe a long shot people well, look out for in the next six yeah, weeks? Yeah, I, I look at this how it is not only who I think would win tomorrow, but who I think would win down the line. And there's still some sure. time off. And I think that the horse that combines those the best is Epicenter, the way he is informed currently, but I think he still has room to improve. Um I like you, like Zandon as my number two, so that exacta has no chance. Um, <laughs> I I agree every what everyone has said about the Louisiana uh, path uh, to the Derby, and I, I thought uh, he he's got two races that he could really improve off. And I, I have forbidden Kingdom Third just because he seems to be the best California horse available right now, not trained by Bob Baffert. So uh, that that's what there. My my price uh, may or may not be a price after Saturday. Uh, my long shot play as of today would be Ship Sational, the New York bred for Eddie Barker. Uh, that's go. as much of a hot play as it is a head play. I'd love to see a guy like Eddie Barker get in the Derby. Uh, he's got yeah, a sorry, interrupt. He has he has four points right now, but again, there's a long way to go. And because of the Baffert situation, you don't. I, I would say I was going to ask all you guys, but. Usually it's around thirty. I think maybe twenty might get you in. Last that, year, that, was that's 10, assuming by the way. that's assuming no Baffert horses, and who the f knows what's going to happen with that. Last last year, Brooklyn Strong, the New York bred, got in with ten at the end with all the defections. So that, that was weird. That if you, you're right. If you that pick was a up twenty, I think if you pick up twenty with a second this is tw it's twenty for second this week, I believe. Uh it is, and then it's also twenty for third. It goes one hundred forty twenty. Oh in the last leg of the prep. So yeah, you can finish it. third in the biggest races and also get 20 points, Paul. And two quick points are if, you know, my wild card, if I thought he were going to make the race would be Jack Christopher. I saw something in the comments. It's unlikely. However, he has, he does have two workouts in the last three weeks at Payson yeah. Park. And you're going to wonder with this field in which, no one is afraid of anyone. I, you wouldn't, if you had a good horse, you wouldn't be afraid to run against any of these horses. Yeah. If the horse, if if maybe Chad decides to take one swing for the fences in either the wood or the bluegrass, you know, in one of those hundred point races, and if that's the case, uh, I, I would be looking at him. And and lastly, Howard, a little trivia you don't know, but Command Performance broke his maiden on closing. Uh, ran, pardon me, he ran second. On closing day at Saratoga in a maiden race, I own a very, very small piece of a Zilla horse that was in that race. Oh, wow. So okay. That? That's pretty cool. By the yeah. way, um, it's not a major deal, but someone, one of you guys, I'm hearing, whoops, sorry, I didn't want to do that. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of background noise as if there's someone's got a TV in the background or I don't, no one has to like, it's not major, but there is, someone's got a little background noise going. I don't know what it is or who it is, but... If if, there, if 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 you guys have the volume up on your computer or iPad or maybe there's someone around that is a TV if they can maybe turn it down or something I don't know it's a there is a it's almost like a feedback kind of situation it's nothing we need to stop the show with but um, 
I don't. Th- I know it's not me. So anyway, if someone could, if you, if, if someone could look into that, if possible. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that was a fantastic conversation. I'm not sure we have anything else to add other than the fact. Sorry, I'm just looking at the screen. Uh, other than the fact that I think most people agree the Derby is absolutely wide open right now. I mean, totally wide open. And I, I don't want to get in the whole Baffert nonsense, but to me, none of the Bafferts are blowing me away right now. Now, Messier ran huge last time, but, you know, uh, he also beat a horse called Slowdown Andy, who came back in, in fairgrounds and was awful. So, you know, you can get a big number at San Anita on the lead, and that's what Messier did. I'm not saying Messier is not talented, but really that's the only real Baffert horse unless Jim's, you know, Taiba somehow can win the Derby, you know, off of, you know, breaking his maiden, you know, eight weeks before, which, listen, uh, that horse is super talented, but that would be a big surprise to me. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I don't I, we could, we could have a whole show about the Baffert situation. By the way, I'm still hoping to get, uh, those of you that are watching an excellent, um, gentleman who writes for the New York times and has been covering the Baffert situation. We're going to try to get him on the show. And the last thing I also want to say, speaking of the Derby, uh, my friend and yours of the show, Matt Bernier will be my guest next week. So Matt Bernier will be here live on the show. We're going to talk about Kentucky Derby preps. Please watch his show, Matt Bernier show. It's fantastic. Um, so Matt Bernier will be here uh, next week on the HHH Racing Podcast. Um, the show is going to start earlier next Thursday. Just quick plug. It'll be at 6 p.m. Eastern. Matt's got a family obligation, but he's able to squeeze us in next Thursday. Gentlemen, are we ready to handicap Tampa Bay? Are we ready let's, to go? All right, so let's do, do it. it. So uh, let me go ahead and pull up a few things on the screen here as we talk, and I get ready for this. So Tampa Bay. Now, guys, we got to talk about the elephant in the room with Tampa Bay, the weather situation. Mm-hmm. Let's just get this out of the way so five people don't have to mention it throughout the day here. Uh, I'm one of those knucklehead weather channel watchers. They got some rain today, uh, not as bad as they thought it would be. Basically, it's been really hot and dry and very nice in Tampa and Florida for actually quite a while in general. So they could probably use a little bit of rain. And that turf course, of which three of these five races are scheduled for the turf, is one of the best turf courses in the country. It's a little bit thicker and lusher, like sort of more like a Belmont, Arlington kind of turf course. It's not like cut very low. Um, in fact, Chad Brown prefers to run his maidens at Tampa Bay over Gulfstream, people been paying attention. So it's a great turf course. There's no issues with the weather absolutely at all tomorrow. Everything I see in the weather is going to be great at Tampa tomorrow. Of course, on the biggest day of the year, Saturday looks very dicey. It looks like, and I was talking to Jim before the show, it looks like 9 to noon-ish, maybe 8 to noon is when it's going to be worst. They say 100% chance of rain. So they're going to get thunderstorms. The question is how much and how bad. It doesn't look like it's going to be like like all morning complete washout. It looks like it's going to be more scattered. And as I talked to Jim, and I'm sure uh, my guests would agree, this is their biggest day of the year. If they can run at all on the turf, they're going to run on the turf. Plus, a lot of these races, when we take a look at them, uh, folks, don't have a lot of M, you know main track only. So... I, management wants to run these on the turf. If they take these off the turf, uh, I would have to assume it's just because it's unsafe. I mean, it it would have to be crazy, crazy bad for them to take these races off the turf. And if they do, you're going to see very short fields. The last thing I will say, and, and I'm, I'm, I think it's going to be yielding turf. I'm expecting the run on the turf. There are no turf races on the card until race seven, 
which is our first race. So you don't have to worry about the turf horse getting chopped up. And the second, the last thing I'll say, those of you that are part of my podcast pool, our play, assuming they're on the turf, will be this pick five that these great gentlemen in front of me are about to talk about. So pay attention very carefully. All right. Sorry for that quick intro, guys. We had to get all that out. Now, let's get to the races here. I'm going to go up bring up my screen. We're going to talk about race seven. And as you guys know, we're going to go uh, in this order in terms of who talks first and perhaps the longest. It's going to be Paul, age before beauty. We're going to... <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Uh, Paul's like, yeah, that's me. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm getting there, Paul. Paul, then Pete, then Kyle, then Jim, and then I will start first for the last sequence, uh, which will be the Tampa Bay Derby. All right, let's bring this up here, guys. Let me share my screen. And here we go. And okay, we all fit. I'd say it looks pretty good. And again, we will go full screen also. Um, the other thing for you viewers, I'm do something a little bit different. Usually you see a banner across the screen. If I do that, I think Kyle's going to be out of the frame. And we all want to see uh, Kyle's lovely mug. So if I do a ticker like this, uh, that's better. We Kyle, sorry, your name is tag is shifted up. We can still see you. So, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the first time our guests have seen each other's picks. So, and I only saw their picks a little while ago. So, you will see all of our picks um, rolling there across the screen. Uh, Paul, we're going to start with you. This is race seven, folks. The start of the pick five starts at 314. Uh, every time I see that number, I think of pi. I'm a math teacher. Leave me alone. 314 uh, Eastern Standard Time. It's the the Hillsboro. It's grade two. It's on the turf. They're going a mile and eighth. This is for older fillies and mares. I'll go ahead and show everyone. Uh, there is the field there. The post-time favorite is for oh, Chad Brown, the number five, Bleecker Street. Uh, and I believe, Paul, that is who you're going with as I go ahead and bring up the PPs. Yeah, he was my top pick, Howard. The only thing that aggravates me is he was 7-1 to one last time, and I missed that bus, so I'll probably get run over by this train uh, this time. But, you know, he seems to be in form. You talked about the fact that uh, Chad does pretty well. At, in Well, he does well in turf races everywhere, actually, but uh, especially Tampa. Um, I kind of like the fact that he, he kept the jock on him. He obviously on this day had some choices for jockeys because everyone's in town for this day. Um, you know, I'm not going to like the price compared to last time, but I think the race sets up well for him. I think Lady Spitespear is is a dead send, and I, I don't see her lasting at a mile and an eighth. I think this horse who's coming off uh, two wins at a mile and a sixteenth will be even better at a mile and an eighth. And uh, despite the fact the price is so lousy compared to last time, I am going to go with uh, Bleecker Street, who it looks like you're going to show. Yeah, here, so. Howard. So this is the last time uh, Lady Spitesbear really got a nice trip. Here's Bleecker Street, the two, and Peter Brand. If you want to talk through, I don't know if you saw this race, uh, if you want to talk about it, Paul. Bleecker Street's right here about to split. Yeah, well, he was inside, as you saw, and it looked like uh, the jock had visions of going outside, and then he found that room in between. And, and you'll just see here, uh, it isn't so much Lady Spitesbear giving it up, but Boy. he just really accelerates to the wire. Uh, it, it didn't look like she started doing any serious running till after they straightened out in the stretch. And I just uh, want to show the gallop out because, I mean, obviously distance doesn't seem to be a problem. Uh, by the way, 
uh, no disrespect to Paul, but if you have the, let me, sorry, let me bring this back up. I'll, I'll bring all of us back up uh, here as I switch. Uh, those of you that buy into my race day blog, and I know there's some of you out there, I did have Bleecker Street, uh, Street that day as a price, Paul, if I could toot my own horn. I uh, went off at 7-1, to one, so anyone that uh, paid for the uh, very inexpensive $3 a blog got paid at 7-1 to one on Bleecker Street. That was one of my choices uh, that weekend on the race day blog. Uh, go ahead, Paul. Uh, I went with runaway rumor second. Again, uh, I may be a little partial to the New York breads, but uh, Larry Goitschman, the owner breeder, is a great guy. He's a Flintshire, which presumably means the uh, yielding turf won't bother him. He ran a very good second in at Saratoga on a yielding course uh, last summer. D- kind of tailed off at the end of the year. Didn't run great his last two or three starts, but again, I think this is a horse that can close. I think he's got Jose Ortiz on him, who's uh, riding very well. Uh, and I just think that uh, he's maybe more of a board horse, which is why I have him second. I think I saw Pete has him second as well. But I think he might be a decent price, and, and I and I have him in the number. And I, I kept Lady Spites Spear third uh, as a pace uh, play. The other horses I'll be using, Howard, in my ABC method. I have Bleecker Street and Runaway Rumor as A's. I have Jezebel's Kitten, and I do have Lady Spitespear as a B, just in case there's a wire-to-wire factor. And I have Rocky Sky, the other Chad Brown, as a C. Okay, Paul, that was great analysis. Uh, uh, Let's go ahead. Again, I'm going to talk at the end at a lot of these guys. I I don't want to put in my two cents uh, too much. I want to give you guys your respect. I will, obviously, make some comments that people can see on the screen. Uh, We'll go ahead and order, like I said, Pete. Uh, very quickly, who do you like here? Yeah, my my <clears throat> excuse me, my picks are the same as Paul, so I don't really need to go into too much. My okay. only thought was, I would looking at Bleecker Street as sort of a single, because I think the other the other legs wow. are pretty tough. So, okay. if I was going to single in this sequence, I would go with Bleecker Street, and then <laughs> I so I one quick. I know you like the stats, so I'll throw you one real yeah, quick. Let's hit it. I I had the seven. Runaway Rumor is my second choice as well. Okay. I looked it up. Abreu's 0 for 42 in graded stakes and, you know, wins in graded stakes. So unless he's going to pop this first one of his life, then, or at least in the last five years, then, uh, but I, I still like that horse, but I would, I would just lean all my, I would lean everything on the five. Pete, I got a stat for you. Go ahead. I'm gonna come back away. at you. Very, very small sample size. I want to see Abreu off the layoffs. Not good. 0 for 4. None of them really were a threat. So I just want to throw a shout out to everyone out there. I love Jorge Abreu. This is not yeah. what he does best is off a layoff. So, well, it's funny horse... too because – oh, sorry. I was just going to say if you look on the, the PPs there where they got the on the bottom the jockey trainer yeah. angle and it looks like, what, 32%. And, and so I was like, oh, that's pretty that's pretty great. Yeah. And then you looked well, and they're 0 for their last eight together. So another stupid small sample size, but – it was Listen, just uh, running a little cold as a as a tandem there. You got to look at it, but he's talented. I mean, he almost beat Fluffy Socks in the Sands Point. I mean, if he if she, yeah, sorry, yeah. she excuse me if she's ready, who knows? But uh, also ran well on yielding in the Lake Placid in Saratoga. Just to bring that up, also. All yeah. right, again, we don't want to last the show for two hours. Let's move nope. along here. Uh, Kyle, who do you like here in this race? I had the same thing. I had the five Bleecker Street. Just that um, the split down the stretch with the sixteenth left would look too strong for me, especially since. Yeah. Um, the three is going to be a dead send, and then um, there's another horse in here that's going to be a dead send as well. I think the so, outside, probably probably the yeah. nine uh, with Hernandez, I thought was going to be going. Yeah. 
So I think that last raise looks too strong, especially if he continues to improve as he has been. Sure. Um, then I had the three Lady Spite Spear just to kind of be the one to last through the speed duel. Yeah. And uh, and from what I've watched in the past week of um, Tampa Bay, this is mainly on the dirt, but the turf a little bit as well. You tended to need to be closer to the lead, especially on the dirt, especially on Wednesday. I don't think I saw a single horse pass um, the leader at on during the stretch on the dirt at all on Wednesday. Again, could be caliber of racing, but I digress. And then I actually had the one in third. The one is um, lovely lucky for for Albatrani. Yeah. And um, I don't think I'm not going to put her on top just because I'm not sure that she likes the less distance. I think she's actually benefits from going longer. You can see the last time she raced anywhere near this distance was back in 2020 at Belmont for her maiden win where she broke, broke her maiden, but only won by a nose. And like I said, against these, um, especially against like Bleecker Street, I think Bleecker Street's just better at the shorter distance. But I think if she improves a little bit off her last run, which was pretty decent, just outkick down the stretch, I think she can get, get up for a minor. Okay. I just want to mention again, she could get up for a minor. I think this seems, this feels to me like a prep for something else, and personally. And by the way, I won't give the detailed stat, but I looked it up also. Albatrani also not real good off the layoff, just to let everyone know. Uh, Jim, who do you got here quickly? You also like, boy, a lot of a lot yeah. of Bleecker Street. I yeah. Mean, she does look tough in this spot if she runs her race. I really wanted to go to Lady Spite Spear. I love that horse. Um, the key to the race is your horse. I won't take too much of your glory away from you. Ronnie Sky will be the key to the race. Front runner from Europe off of a couple bullet works. If the horse can go to the front, um, again, I won't take too much of your time up, but that's the key to the race. <laughs> and that's the reason I was afraid to put Lady Spite Spear on top in case they hook up. Uh, Bleecker Street, the best of the closers. Go ahead, Howard. Todd okay. away. All right. Well, l- l- let me tell you why all you guys are, are wrong about Bleecker Street. Okay. No, listen, Bleecker Street's the horse to beat. I, lo- I loved her last time. I mean, I picked her in my race day blog seven to one. Let me ask you guys this question, and I'm asking a bit rhetorically because uh, we can't take the time to talk to everyone in every race. If Chad Brown had was in a stake race, and maybe I'm just getting caught up in the, in the jockey gymnastics here. Are you trying to tell me his better horse is Diaz and not Irad? I mean, is that I, – again, I, I, the fact that Irad's on this horse, it, it really interests me. Now, I'm going to – very quickly, I'm going to show the replay of, the, of his – of her only race here in the country. It was the Saratoga Oaks Invitational. I just want to – by the way, and th- this is actually very sad. I don't know if you guys heard this today. Uh, Rocky Sky lost to Cone Lima. Cone Lima yeah. actually – died today in her stall she does she does it was on twitter uh she had a stall some kind of accident i don't know what happened so uh you know Colt lima is is in the uh in the in the the horse heavens i'm horrible for the connections feel awful about that but anyway uh rocky sky was in this race and and jim mentioned this horse has speed now look I i don't know what kind of speed she had in europe although it looks like according to the form she had speed i just want to show something beginning here because so i got the i forgot the number here on on uh uh on the six okay she she got bumped i don't know if you guys saw that sorry she got bumped but i really want to show here she's rank and she's uncovered you see how rank she is right here guys her mouth is like open she's ranked and she's uncovered two horrible things for a euro really bad she did not run well in this race i'm not going to show the replay 
uh, again, you can see how much she's pulling. She's really pulling hard, and she's uncovered, and she is, is wide the whole way around. Again, we're not going to show. I'm just going to – you can see. I'll just go – She's you see her in the green. She's wide here, uncovered. She didn't run well. I'm not going to show the rest of the race. She ran bad, okay? There's just no, no two cents about it. But I'm interested in a few things here with this horse. Number one, you're going to get a zillion better price on this horse than you are um, – uh, on Bleecker Street, probably. Number two, it's Irad. Number three, these works are fantastic at Payson. Bullet works. I think she's going to sit off the speed. She's bred European bred, Irish bred. If the if it's soft, you think she'll be able to handle it? I don't know, guys. I'm trying to find an alternative to <coughs> Bleecker Street, and for me, it's Rocky Sky. I don't think we're going to get nine to two. By the way, I think the source is going to be like three to one. But that's my alternative. I really have nothing else to say in this race other than I'm trying to beat Bleecker Street. And the reason why I don't like Lady Spitesbury, I mean, if she couldn't win last time, guys, how is she going to win long, you know, this time going longer with other speed in the race? And I'm not sure Lady Spitesbury is even going to want this wet turf. So I'm, I'm very much against Lady Spitesbury, even though I have her third. She'd be like a C complete backup for me. Um, oh, can I hop in there? For yeah, hop in, seconds? and then we're going to go to the next race yeah, ball. Go ahead. So I, I think I agree and disagree with you. As far as the jockey gymnastics, I think you're overthinking it. Diaz okay. is four for four on the horse, and yeah. we just saw him give him a good ride. Sure. Uh, I think the presence of Rocky Sky makes Bleecker Street maybe two to one or five to two instead of eight to five or nine to five because, you know, Chad Chad's other horse is going to take money. So I, I But I will say this. The Con Lima story is tragic. We don't have time now. I, I wrote a big preview of the horse the day before the Saratoga Oaks. A guy named Joe Grafeo from Florida owned the horse, sold out to Eclipse, but kept a portion of it, came in for the race. Uh, that horse went wire to wire in the Saratoga Oaks. No one closed that race whatsoever. So, yeah. you know, the, the race that your horse ran is, is probably better than it looks on paper. And very quick, Paul, for people that don't know, just tell them what you do over the summer in terms of your journalism background real quick. Oh, yeah. Well, over the summer, I write for the Saratoga Special, and, you know, we're covering all stakes races. So uh, Joe Grafeo from Florida came into town the day before the race, and I had a chance to sit down with them and tell the story of this horse, uh, which ran as a preview. And uh, usually the horses I write about don't run very well. Hello, Divine Huntress. Uh, but uh, this horse ran well, and uh, what, what a real tragedy. Uh, just in his barn, in his stall at Eclipse yeah. uh, uh, nah, it's, uh, last night. It, it's horrible. Um, all right, let, let's move on to uh, – listen, the news around the world is too depressing, right? Let's, I, I shouldn't even brought it up. But when, you, when I saw Cone Lima in the PPs, I had to, yep. out of respect, say something there. Uh, let's go on to the next race. And, and uh, Pete Visco is going to start us off this race. This is race eight. This is a dirt race. And I gave Pete this race because uh, maybe I'll have a Michelob after he picks the winner of this race. I don't know. It's the Michelob Ultra Challenger Stakes. It's a grade three. It's a mile and 16th for older horses on the dirt. I thought of a fasting race to me as I get try to get – there we go. I got every – wow, fit that perfectly. Nine-horse field. Uh, I, I thought this was fascinating for a lot of different reasons. I Obviously, we're going to see the picks on the screen here in just a second. And there they are. We'll see the picks across the screen here. Uh Pete, let's start. You're going to start us off. Who do you like here? Sure. Yeah, this was an interesting race, bringing in some of the familiar names from last year's Derby Trail and then a bunch of sort of new shooters and, and young up-and-comers. Yeah. But So 
I didn't want to be obvious and go with either dynamic one or, or greatest honor. So I, I landed on number nine, Cody's wish. I like the price. Uh, first of all, especially because dynamic one and greatest honor are they're They're not the, they're not the most reliable. They've had some great races, but they're not the most reliable and they're probably going to be the favorites. So I, I lean towards this horse, Bill Mott. It seems like he, you know, his horses improve. He, he sort of works them through. And this horse, even 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 under Mott, who's someone who sort of takes his time with some of these, he I loved those figures last year. I mean, as a as a three year old hitting the low nineties is, is pretty good. And now picking up Saez, who should be relatively aggressive. And this horse is very tactical, so could sit off some of the speed in the race, um, runs a good style. And I, I did have a couple stats where, so Bill Mott was 16 for 23 in the money, only four wins, but still 16 for 23 in the money in stakes races at Tampa and also eight for 24 wins and 17 for 24 in the money with four year holding up winners last out on the dirt in the last year. So I was like, <laughs> you know, and, and I know that's a, you know, I like to get in the weeds sometimes. And that's, that's okay. Of, and it's sort of silly, but it goes to what Mott sort of does is he sort of, you know, as his horses get older and they get a little more experience, he sort yeah, of no, eases absolutely. into them. And absolutely. so, and I just feel like this is one that if, if, if improves, I mean, if it can improve on the figures from last year, now you're talking, you know, potential high nineties, even approaching hundreds potentially, which is, you know, could potentially be heads and shoulders above this field. And you're getting a nice price and, and good connections. I mean, Godolphin and, and Mott and Saez. So that was my top choice. And very quickly, second and third. And by the way, we'll keep the same order. So uh, that means Kyle, you'll be next. FYI. Go ahead, uh, Pete. Yeah. Second and third. I didn't get too creative. I went with dynamic one. Um, a little bit too with the off track. So best buyer night ran a 97 on an off track. The two, his basically his two bad races read a mile and a quarter. So, you know, shortening back up a little bit and maybe that, that distance was just too much. And plus it was the Derby and the Travers. So obviously there were some other factors that made it tough, had a nice bullet work on the, in the mud. Um, and then Pletcher, of course, he was, I had him at like 39% first after 180 to 240 day layoff on the dirt. So he's just sort of a logical horse. If he could take a step forward and run yeah. back to what he did last year, then, then he definitely fits. And then last greatest honor, not, not a lot to go on here. He's just a good horse. I mean, he was a good horse last year. He caught a lot of, caught a lot of hate in the, in the horse racing world, I think for no apparent reason, but he's just a horse that fits. Maybe I think he might get stuck a little too far back. You know, you probably want to be up a little closer, but um, in this field, his class may be enough to, to sort of win it over. Well, I just want, as I bring this on screen, I do want to very quickly, I mean, Kyle made an excellent point about the track profile lately. Obviously, if the track is sloppy or wet, that could totally change everything. So, I mean, Kyle knows that. I, I just want to mention for the viewers, just, you know, don't no hate mail to Kyle Roscoe if, if we see a bunch of horses, you know, uh, close because, I mean, you, you never know. Usually if it's wet, it, it, it could help speed, but I mean, you never, because horses don't want dirt kicked in their face, mud, whatever. But I just want to bring the point that, that that track profile could go completely out the window based on the uh, how the way the track's going to play. By the uh, way, real, real quick, Howard, on, yeah. on Greatest Honor, I just had one last thing. I saw that Shug was had him at three for thirty 
with this sort of layoff. I mean, you're talking from yeah. from March of last year, so maybe that's not his best. So this was one right. that could maybe maybe chunk up and come up, you know, get like a second or third and and run well, but not get the win. Uh, John Moeller, you guys, of course, will see on the bottom of the screen. I apologize to Jim and Kyle because you don't see your face. But uh, John likes Cody Wish. Christine, Christine's a great viewer of the show. Christine, thank you very much for uh, joining us here tonight. And Charles Ablaha is interested in Cheryl's Spite, uh, which we may or may not. Actually, I don't think any of us has Cheryl's Spite. So uh, not a bad call there. Cheryl's Spite, nice win last time, by the way, Charles. Can he take to the dirt is the big Question and Trish Smith. Trish, thanks for joining in from Lexington. Everyone throughout the country. That's what I love about this show. All right. Uh, sorry, Kyle, uh, that was, yeah, Kyle, it's your turn. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I mean, my topic's Cody's wish as well. And that was my, yeah. what exactly what Pete said. That's exactly what I was okay. having closed into two cold paces in his, um, in his maiden break and his last one at Churchill, two very cold paces. And he ended up getting up, yep. especially in the last one during a launch sustained run. That's those um, blue numbers, everyone. If you're not familiar with time form again, we've talked about this. Sorry, Kyle. Just no, want to mention these blue numbers means it was a slow pace. Closing into a slow pace uh, is always very impressive. Go ahead and winning. And so good. And second time, second I had greatest honor for the same reason as well. Yeah. Um, dynamic one it, for me, I was either picking one of the two. I was either picking dynamic one or greatest honor, and I had to pick one of the two, trying to beat um, the two favorites that haven't raced in over sure. six months. So. Greatest can you talk honor. about the eight a little bit? And yeah. By the way, guys, just so we can move things along, um, mm -hmm. and, and I'll take the blame for this. You don't have to talk about every horse in your top three. If things have been mentioned already, you just want to go quickly to one of your top three, completely up to you guys, just so we can move things along. You've got the eight, um, and, and Kyle is going to hope that he's hot because he wants to be scalding hot. <laughs> oh, boy, Howard. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you like about this horse? Uh, boy, he's sharp for Shug, mm -hmm. huh? Yes, and exactly. He's going to take a big step up as well. But yeah. again, that's the cold figures in the last race, ran an 89 buyer, was able to close and um, and light, lengthen his lead going through the stretch. Um, two yeah. races back, broke his main on an off track. So off track could easily help this horse as well. Both Great times point. at three to five. So yeah, you'll take a shot trying to beat, like I said um, before, I'd pick one of the two that are taking the six month layoff, taking a shot with the other two. Another a $400,000 purchase. Yeah, for a grand sire by so. Nyquist out of a Dally Doro mare. So uh, nicely bred. Uh, Jim, we, everyone can see your picks on the screen. Is there anything you want to add to what the gentleman said? You like yeah, dynamic one on top. Yeah, I think it's the most wide open race of the pick five and, and maybe one that you can spread a little bit. Uh, the one horse I have that maybe hasn't been talked about yet is Wolfie's Dynas Coast off the rail. Yeah. Um, I think there could be a little bit of a pace advantage here. Um, the horse is two for two in the slop. Um, wire to wire in the slop both times. Um, buyer top coming off of. Uh, there is some little bit of outside speed, but I think Wolfie's Dynas Coast is much faster than that. And the track profile just may carry him to the end. Um I'm a little bit against Cody's wish just in the fact that the three times that he's won his last three races have been pretty weak fields. He was heavily favored in all three races. None of the race, none of the horses have come back that I went back and took a look at it really come out and distinguished themselves. So there's a little bit of a question of class for me. And that's why I have him third. Um, I will briefly, as I bring us on screen, I, I, I like Cody's wish here. I, I really do. I don't think we're getting eight to one, by the way, boys at all, but you know, it's Saez, Mott, uh, you know, Godolphin, Curlin, I mean, blah, 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 you know, one, one, one field. I, but I'll take five to one on this horse. Uh, a little concerned about the outside post. He's going to have to find a way to tuck in, but he is really sharp. I know he's off a layoff, but 
you know, Mott is not exactly a guy that's going to gun off a layoff, but it's not a big layoff. It was just basically Thanksgiving. Um, he's been working at pace and lights out. Uh, you know, if he can handle the, the wet, the, the probable wet surface, um, he, he ran well in his debut against a, an Askin for Baskin and Muhammad, which is a very nice maiden race. Anyway, I, I like Cody's wish. I, I will say, Jim, I, I, I almost put Wolfie's dying goes second and, um, see money was asking about the pace scenario. I think he's going to take a little bit more heat than we think, which is why I have him third. Um, I think, let me just, tune in is not nearly as good, but I mean, tune in has to go, right? I mean, the right. seven has to go, you would think. Uh, what is Scalding going to do? Scalding's got to go from the outside. That's a horse that Kyle's interested in. Cody's wish might use some tactical speed. I mean, two starts back, he was up, you know, pretty close to a, a 45 and four half at Churchill. And then Cheryl Spite is more of a closer, probably, but um, I don't know. I, I, I like Wolvie's Dynaghost. I just think he might take a little bit too much pace pressure. And then I've got, of course, um, Dynamic 1 in third. Or sorry, second, guys. I do have one quick thing on Dynamic 1, then we'll move on. Um, and you, the East Coast boys, Paul and Pete, Pletcher's got a nice older horse called First Constitution who runs in New York quite a bit. And uh, Dynamic 1 has been completely outworking First Constitution at Palm at Palmetto. So, I, so I just want to bring up the point that I, I actually watched one of the works uh, of Dynamic One recently. I, I like what I saw. So I think uh, there's a chance that Pletcher's got this horse ready off the layoff. I do not like – sorry, sorry, Pete. I don't like Greatest Honor. I thought he was over eight last year. This is like a year layoff for Shug. Where's this horse been? He's a dead closer. I'm not sure the track's going to play well for that. I know people are going to say, what about Dynamic 1? I think he's a better horse, and he, and he has more recency. So I'm totally against Greatest Honor. He'll be like a C for me at best. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully I, we're probably talking too long, but we love talking. Uh, if I, I was going to go till again, about uh, 9.15 if our guests can stay along. But, guys, if any of you have to leave before that, let me know. Well, let's go through a little bit quicker here through the next one. Uh, mainly because Kyle's going first and, you know, who knows what his opinion is going to be like. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> just throwing some shade. Uh, Kyle, let me switch the picks here. Uh, hold on one second here. There we go. Um, Jim said he thought the last race was the most wide open. I think this is the most wide open race to me. That's just my opinion. It's the uh, grade three Florida Oaks. It's for the girls on the three-year-old restricted mile 16th. Hopefully on the turf, Kyle, what you got? And again, if it's anything like when we're together, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But <laughs> um, I went with Ambassus for Grand Motion and Manny Franco. Uh, yeah. Last race was, granted, granted, closed into a fast pace with Paco, but um, he lost to Opalina. And we all know Opalina's uh, last race where she came back and won the Kitten's Joy pretty decisively. So, Well, actually, um, sorry to interrupt. Opalina just finished second to... Uh, oh, oh yes, blank now. Darn it. Now she's got a race. I looked mm -hmm. it up. She just ran last weekend in my contest. Yeah, she, there, she ran a good second to a horse. I like Spenderella in the last race at the Gulfstream. Uh, but your point is taken. Opalina is mm -hmm. in very good form. You can see Opalina's last race right there on the screen. Go ahead. I got so much on my brain. Sorry. Um, uh, no, 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 no problem. But um, yeah, she's so I went horse. with Ambasus on top again, yeah. working well as well. So yeah. Um, then second, I had Spicer, which last time out actually beat Ambasus, and that was back in November at Aqueduct Broker yes. Maiden. Good point for Chad Brown, but um, 
Like I said, a little bit of a layoff, as we all know, Chad Brown's not the, you know, he's got <laughs> yeah. his horses ready off the layoff. But yeah. um, I'm going to, let's end Basusa's last race. Um, like I said, finish the second opening. I'm going to take her over Spicer this time out. Sure. And um, my third, uh, with on alert for Suge. Okay. Again, taking I have to take a step up in class and a little bit farther back, but the turf hasn't has been a little more fair in my observations than the dirt. But like I said, maybe get up for a minor for Suge on the class up, but we'll see how it goes from there. Yeah, this you got eight to one. It's half a million, by the way, this horse costs. Mm-hmm. Bred by the Oxleys. Uh, I know uh, a lot of guys there on the screen are very familiar with the Oxleys. Uh, Jim, who do you got here? Uh, Tahari, once again, we're on the same horse. Dulce Zell from France um, comes out of a sire that's a grade one winner from France. Uh, ran well in the BC when he came to America. The sire did. Um, comes from uh, Longley in France with, you know, the off track or the soft turf. Uh, should be right up its alley. Um, a little bit of sprint in the dam. Um, but, uh, again, you got Irad, Chad off the layoff. I really think this horse almost sticks out. And, and that's why I think maybe this race isn't as wide open as some of the others. Wow. Um, Again, I, I, I do like uh, Kyle's nine a little bit, um, and almost anything can run third. I took a small shot on roughly roughly a diamond, the two-horse. Um, bobbled terribly at the start of last race, got completely knocked out of the race. The, the week before with the same rider at Tampa, uh, ran a nice uh, a nice closing race, and, and with the post, might get a nice stocking trip. So, um, But I really like the three quite a bit in this spot. Okay, going with the Ford. And, uh, by the way, a private purchase for for Dub and Matacat stable. So very well intended, but off quite a long layoff here. Uh, who I believe it's uh, Paul, correct? Is next. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I kind of agree that I don't think the ra- I think the previous race is much more wide open than this. Uh, okay, I will be trying to get by with Team Brown here in my uh, multi race uh, play with maybe a little. A little shug uh, as a backup. Uh, I have the eight third, but I I really think uh, well. There's three chads actually. There's a maiden chad, so you better keep him in too, uh, because Chad's third choice has won many times. But uh, I I I think it's uh, uh, I, pardon me. The chads. Uh, let me start over, Howard. Gray emotion on top. And the other two chads. I'm sorry, I got a little. No, that's, yeah, I was, yeah, no problem. Well, Grant Motion's pretty darn. By the way, Grant Motion the uh, shipped out to California and uh, won a few weeks ago. A horse I really like. The name escapes me. Uh, he's uh, a Hall of Fame uh, yeah. nominee. Certainly uh, rooting for him to get in, and, and just one of the class guys in the game. Yeah. And by the way, Clement's the another trainer that's up for the yes. Hall of Fame. Should should be should be slam dunks for both of them. Uh, by the way, Spenderella, Kyle was trained by motion. Uh, so I, I Spenderella also, yep. listen, I got, I, hold on a second here. I, I, I got to, I'm wrong all the time. I've said a million times. I try to be humble. I got to promote things when things work out. Spenderella on the race day blog. I think she was, I think she was dropped down to two to one in the last race at Gulfstream, but ran huge. She, she's a very nice horse. Uh, and then you've got the two Chads. We already talked about uh, Dulce Zell. Uh, Pete, anything you want to mention uh, in this race? I'll just say one that that didn't come up was the five sweet duchess. 
10 to one shots, you're getting a little bit of a price. I, the one thing I liked yeah. is, or actually the two things I liked is this horse really improved once got on the turf and it was the Tampa turf, obviously. And then in both those last races also added, added Lasix and has Lasix again. So I, I like the combination of the improvement off of, at least there's something that points to the improvement and the combination okay. of the Lasix, the movement to the turf. So I like that one. If you're going to sort of squeeze in a price as well. Uh, listen, our viewers are following here. There you go, Paul. You wanted to, that's the name of the horse. Um, yes. Orica, I believe. Thanks, C Money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Down the hill. I, I didn't see that race, but yeah, uh, very, okay. oh, very impressive. Really, I know Maiden, really I'm well. pretty sure Spenderilla, I'm 99% positive is Grand Motion. I I don't want to take the time to look it up, but uh, if someone wants to look into that, I'm pretty sure Spenderilla is Grand Motion. Um, in fact, I'm, yeah, I'm 100% positive now that I think about it. Um, Okay, let's let me. Is it my turn? Is that everyone? It is my turn. Um, very quickly. Oh, I got the Jim. You can stay yes. on the show. We got. Uh, I, listen, I, I don't. I, I do not speak French. I do not have intel. All I all I know is a few things. It's Irad. It's Chad Brown. It's a private purchase for Dub and Maticat. The, the horse has been working consistently at Payson. Has got a real nice work last time in forty-eight breezing. I'm guessing could show some speed. I don't know if this horse can get the distance. I'd have no idea. You think he could handle wet? I don't know. I mean, but actually ran first time on soft ground and was horrible. But soft in France is not soft at Tampa Bay. Like soft at France, they don't even run at, at, in the United States. So it, that's like bog times 50. So, guys, it's a total guess on my part. The one horse that, like, no one's mentioned, that Pete's got third, and I got to mention this horse, although the morning line is ridiculous. Um, a little love and luck. Now, I'll say this. I would never take a 7-2. Mike Deeney is sneaky. Kyle knows Mike Deeney, Chicago guy. He's raced a lot of Arlington. He can he can sneak up with a winner. And what I like about this horse the most, guys, there is not a lot of early speed in this race. I have no idea who's going to go to the lead. If Paco's aggressive, like, that's the craziest thing to say, right? If Paco aggressive, seriously. Why can't this horse like just walk the dog on the front and win at five to one against a field that, uh, you know, I don't know. I agree with everyone. I think Amber two is the nine is definitely the horse to beat here. I'm not sure the race flow is going to work out for this horse and she might be wide every step of the way, but she's the horse to beat. Uh, that That's my take on that race. I thought it's a very tough race. I, I, I don't think the one is impossible too for Mark Cassie. I mean, so this is a nice horse from Canada. Tough race. Let's move on here. Again, if you have any comments, and as I put us all, we have two more races to go here. Again, thanks for watching. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put comments down below the pl uh, video player. Do you like this format? Do you like where we, we got to do it here? There we go. These five, do you, do you like this kind of format here? Um, do you want to be a guest on the show? Uh, obviously, we're going to have more famous people on the show as well, but I like to you know, mix things up. Tell us what you think below the video player, uh, what you think of this format. As we go ahead to the penultimate race, and this is going to be Jim leading us off here. It's the 10th race. As I go ahead and switch, we'll go full screen as I switch another button. And welcome to my world, everyone. There we go. Picks on the bottom of the screen. Jim Pilar's is going to go first. This is also for three-year-olds. This is for the males on the turf. One mile. It's the Columbia Sakes, 75K. Jim, who do you got? Well, Howard, I think this is actually a two-horse race. Um, I went with Kitten Mischief over Fort Washington. Uh, Kitten Mischief is actually getting back to the 
uh, turf, which she should have been on all along. She was actually meant for the turf. The first start was rained off. And I think maybe the connections, either the owner or the trainer, got a little bit of derby fever. Uh, one in the mud in the debut, and then and he ran a decent second on the dirt and took a shot at the Sam F. Davis last, or a couple weeks ago. To be honest with you, I actually tried to beat Classic Causeway, and this is one of the horses I used. Okay. Uh, but, but back back on the surface, it belongs. Um, the Sire is a multiple grade three winner on turf. Um, in the mischief, of course, can get anything. 14% turf uh, routers. Uh, the buyers on dirt at the transfer to the buyers on, um, on, on turf. I think this horse is going to have a terrific uh, turf debut and I think is probably the horse to beat. Uh, Fort Washington, I think, is the only other main candidate. The only hesitation I have is that the fields that Fort Washington beat were a little bit weak. Um, no next out winners have come out of there. Um, I've been working really strong, though, a couple bullets to get ready. Castellano, again, for Shug off the layoff. I think uh, Fort Washington has got a, a big shot to to be there as well. Those would probably be eight horses for me. If on the chance that the rain doesn't come as, as, as predicted and the turf is a little bit firmer, I think a sneaky horse could be the two-horse wake surf. This is a horse I've followed from his debut race. The debut, he started as a, a mile on yielding turf at Keeneland. It was a brutal day for turf front runners that day. Um, all the turf collapsed uh, the front runners. He ran tough right to the end. He was in my watch list. Uh, came back in a very salty maiden special weight on dirt. And two starts back actually got for the first time, I think, what the horse wants to do. Firm turf. Uh, went wire to wire. Beat a very, very good Chad Brown horse that ran second. And, um, again, last time again off the turf. If, if uh, wake surf gets the fast turf, front runner um could maybe just walk the dog get to the front and maybe not be caught so if if the, if the horse wakes surf if you see the 70 buyer two starts back on, on that firm turf where you beat um like i said the chad brown horse a terrific race and um just just a step or two forward from that i think could be um something that could take the horse all the way so again you got to watch the, the condition of the track and and again just just if i i was surprised by the 92 i handicapped this last night without the um morning lines i really thought this right. horse would be in the 10 to 12 range and i okay. still think that the horse will drift to that level um at race time so if just for a long shot if if, if uh it dries out a bit but i really like i think you can get uh, get out of this race with both the three and the six okay um i I'm not even going to talk at the end. All I want to say, Jim, is I thought your analysis, and by the way, not because I have him on, on top. That is not why. I agree with you. I'm going to go put us on the screen because I'm not even going to talk at the end here because people didn't see my picks. Jim Pilars, I agree with you 100% with everything you said. I think they got Derby fever. I mean, it's like you just stole my notes from my from – my, um, Looks like you come back again, Howard, huh? What's that? Looks like I can come back. I can be. Yeah, a guest. He can come, well, if he if, if he wins, I mean, no, no. Uh, this horse absolutely wants to be turfed. By the way, Jonathan Thomas is an excellent trainer. I know yeah. Pete and Paul could speak to him specifically because he runs out in New York. Um. Anyway, I I agree. It's th I have nothing to add in this race, Jim. Totally agree. Let's go to uh, Paul. Paul, any thoughts in this race? You got the five on top for uh, our man uh, Christopher uh, Christoph Clement. Yeah, I, I had some trouble with this race. I, I also think this race is uh, unlike the last one. I, I think this is fairly wide open. Uh, Clement is obviously good off the layoff. It's he switched. He's going from Asterson, but he's going to Clement. Uh, it's uh, it's Irad. Um, 
you know, he did not run at all in, in his last start. Obviously, something was amiss and required the layoff. I think he's going to probably be higher than the 7-2 morning line because of all the good points that uh, you guys made of the other horses. So uh, I, I landed on him, but have a uh, very, very tepid feeling about the race. Um, I mean, the horse has got a lot of speed, but I, I mean – uh, he's awful. I, I didn't know what to do with this horse. I at first, at first, Paul, I had him sort of higher up. I'm like, he's just really hard to trust, isn't he? I mean, I don't know. He is. As I said, this would be a race. I'll be uh, in my ABCs. I'll, I'll uh, my my play will look like alphabet soup. I'll have plenty of A's, B's, and C's on this. Ah, they're, they're very good. Uh, Pete, any thoughts in this race? No, I'm actually I'm on the ones that we've mentioned. Uh, Fort okay. Washington, I had on top. I had some, you know, Shug has some good stats, and and I'm with you guys on the on the three. I, I really like the three. Um, Jonathan Thomas was 13 for 53, so 25 percent dirt to turf. So, you know, for a horse that's sort of bred to the turf and looks better on the turf and has a trainer who's good going from dirt to turf, that's a pretty deadly combination. Yeah, I will say I watched uh, both the replays of Fort Washington, everyone. And if everyone could watch him, they they were both those races. There were a lot of horses clunked together at the end, which usually indicates not a very strong race. But with normal improvement from last year, and by the way, owned by Peter Brandt, who usually has his horses with Chad. So I was fascinated that he's got this one with Shug. Um, I, I think this horse got a lot of upside. So I, I'm expecting improvement if Fort Washington can handle the turf. And by the way, look at those works at Payson. Really, really good. Um, Kyle, anything you want to add before I mention one quick thing? We go on the last race. My only thing would be on the eight. It would be um, it would be on the eight Gingrich, which last time out got fourth, but he lost by one and three quarter to Grand Sonata. That was the horse that I got confused last time. That okay. horse came back and won the Kitten's Joy. So, um, like I said, if he can improve off that, I think he's got a good chance, especially being a little bit closer. But yeah. um, and then I had every what everyone else said. I had Fort Washington and Heaven Street. Okay, and by the way, Gingrich Jim is the horse that beat Wake Surf in that Keeneland race. Mm-hmm. Just to mm-hmm. mention, I don't know if you saw that, Jim. So uh, yeah, the only thing is, um, he took advantage of the race that day. It was closers all day. Um, okay, the, the run was really tough. So um, I kind of upgraded Wake Surf because of that. Okay, let me throw just some crazy horse out there, guys. That if this horse wins, I want viewers at home, if they agree with me, to at least have this horse somewhere. The number nine, electrostatic. Very briefly, I'm not going to show the replay. Had to wait in behind horses quite a while and exploded late. Now you say, Howard, it was a 59 buyer. Let me go ahead. It was a 59 buyer. How explosive could it have been? Well, remember now, this race that electrostatic ran was in July of his two-year-old year. There's no reason why this horse can't jump up 10, 15, 20 points with normal improvement. And the other thing I'll just mention, Arnold Delacour and Sammy Camacho, really good combination in Tampa Bay. And, you know, Delacour, who's a very sharp guy, I know everyone here on the screen knows him. I mean, he could easily run this horse in N1X, right, guys? I mean, he doesn't have to throw him into the wolves into a stake. To me, this shows a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence. I don't think Electrostatic can beat this field. But, folks, put this horse underneath maybe as a very interesting price. I just like the intent, and I like the replay that I watched, even though the fig was slow last summer. Electrostatic, just want to mention him. All right, how ladies is, and gentlemen. How would, the, uh, how would the Colonial Downs form from that meet last year has held up pretty well, to, to, to further buttress your point. Okay. 
There you go. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, let's get on, and I'm going to put us all uh, – you guys good for 10 minutes here? 10-minute combo, we're good? All right, let's rock and roll. These guys, well, let's talk for half an hour. Who cares? Um, all right. Um, <laughs> this is the last the, – the Tampa Bay Derby, which I'm going to start with the conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we have a lot of people watching live right now on YouTube, on Twitter. Thank you very much for everyone watching I really appreciate your support. Please make sure you subscribe on the bottom right-hand side of the screen if you haven't done it. And also comment down below the video player, especially if you're an experienced viewer, if you like this kind of format. Um, and again, we'll have Matt Bernier on next week. Uh, the Tampa Bay Derby, which I'm going to talk about first. The last 50-point prep, it's 50-20-10 are the points that horses receive. We talked about the Derby at the beginning of the show. That's why I wanted to do it, folks, is because – these races are hugely important um, to see who's going to go to the Derby. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me switch, do all my switching around here as I switch that. And I'm going to go ahead and go to this. And I'll go to our picks. You guys ready to see each other's picks? Who did Howard pick on top? You know, I want to take a guess. <laughs> you want to throw a name out there, guys? <laughs> Any guesses? Giant game. Is, is, it, the fa- is it the favorite? Uh. <laughs> Giant game. Ooh, maybe. We'll see. Uh, no, it's not giant game, actually. All right, here they here they come on the screen. I went chalky. Yay. I went chalky on top. Everyone's going to see on the screen. Uh, this is, of course, the Tampa Bay Derby. It's a grade two, 400,000. They're only a mile and a 16th, so it's a little bit shorter than you know some of the Derby preps, or especially the ones coming up. Uh, it's a field of 12 as of right now. Big field. You can see our picks on the bottom of the screen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna talk briefly. Uh, Classic Causeway. Who every? Uh, let's see. Kyle's got Classic Causeway. Jim's got Classic Causeway. This is the Moto Horse. I mean, he's eight to five. I really like the way he ran last time. Now, the Sam F. Davis last time was supposedly a race where there's a ton of speed. It didn't quite develop. That being said, I want everyone to notice a few things on the PPs here. Even though it's not color-coded red, which surprised me, Kyle, Roscoe, mm-hmm. because if you see guys here on the left side, you see a bunch of Cs. That means it favored closers. Usually when you see a race that favors closers, you're going to see a color-coded red. So that confused me a little bit, Kyle. I When we get to you, I don't know if you have an opinion on that. But anyway, uh, there was speed in the race. He ran fantastic. He won by three. He did it easily. Beat Chip, Chip Sational, who, by the way, I'm completely against in this race today. Um, I love the post. There is other speed in this race, but on paper, here we go on paper. On paper, there's less speed in this race than there was the last time. He's been working well. Uh, he likes the track. It's IRAD. I mean, I don't have a lot of things to say other than he just seems to be the moto obvious horse here. Underneath, I have horses that a bunch of you don't, so I'll be brief. Uh, there's Giant Game. <laughs> I, I have a video I want to show everyone. Um, so let me – I'm going to take our ticker off the screen. I'm going to bring us on screen. Giant Game – sorry, I actually need to go – I need to bring the PPs up. Sorry. Giant Game ran horrible last time. Horrible. I want to talk about that last race briefly. Uh, he ran well as a two-year-old. Last, I liked him the Holy Bull. He was awful. What happened? He displaced his palate. What does that mean? I've got a very quick 45-second uh, video, if you guys don't mind. Last week, in case people didn't see the show, I had Scott Hazelton on. I also had Simon Bray from TVG, former grade one trainer. I'm going to show you very quickly, folks, a clip 
This is Simon Bray and I discussing what happens when a horse displaces his palate, which is what happened to Giant Game last time, what that means and how it can affect the horse. This is going to be, sorry, I got to, uh, sorry, one second here. This is going to be Simon Bray talking about what happened to Giant Game last time he ran. Uh, Simon, this is where I love to have a trainer on the show. Displaced his palate last time. Very briefly, tell everyone what that means. Uh, and he had surgery, by the way, right away. It's a pretty minor surgery, and he's been working well. But tell everyone what that means, displacing a horse's palate, and how that can affect that horse during the race that he ran. Well, it affects a horse's breathing. What happens, the horse, you know, is airway. They have the soft palate. And what happens, it elevates above the epiglottis, and it blocks the airway. So there's less oxygen getting down into the trachea in the lungs. So basically, uh, it's like you running and someone just, you know, putting their hand over your mouth or sticking a stock in your mouth and you're trying to breathe. It's not going to work. So they can do a little minor procedure. Um, you know, sometimes we've seen it with other, there's other issues, uh, other types of throat surgeries called entrapped epiglottis would be another one. This is different from displaced soft palate, but sure. they're easy fixes. And, and the horses have had them and have recovered well from them. So that is good information. And something I always say, sometimes I like a performance like that where it's just too bad to be true. I'd rather a horse... Absolutely. Finish eighth beat in 24 lengths, then third beat in three lengths with no visible excuses. We saw it. So there you go. Again, That I thought that was an excellent explanation there uh, from – so I go and bring this on screen. I thought that was an excellent explanation from Simon Bray, who, by the way, was fantastic, as well was Scott Hazleton. Like I said, guys, that like he said, and you can see, I mean, that race was just too hard to believe. Something happened. He had surgery two days later in his stall. It's not a big deal. Take a look at his works, guys, since then. I mean, and I've seen them, by the way, too. Fantastic. I think he's sitting off of classic causeway, sort of in the pocket or, you know, in, in the second flight. I think he's going to have a good trip. I love the price. I love the fact his last race looks bad. I think Giants game's got a big shot. Yes, I'm biased. I have a future bet on him. I want to say it in full disclosure, but it's not just that. I just think he's very interesting in this spot, and I've got another interesting horse, Happy Boy Rocket, um, in third. I'm not going to show the replay. It was very professional last time. We There was a discussion on Twitter. Maiden Focus, I think, was part of this discussion, I believe, if Maiden is still listening, as we have a lot of comments. Um, Maiden Focus is one of the viewers here watching tonight. Uh, when Mott goes from maiden special weight to stake, he has very good stats. So he doesn't just throw anyone into a stake. This horse has been working well. He's got some nice works at Payson. He's going to get a nice trip. He's lightly raced. He's a price. I am very. I actually was there, guys, that day at Pegasus Day when Happy Boy Rocket broke his maiden. I liked him that day. I like him again. I have two prices underneath. There's horses that are lower morning lines in this race, guys. I just don't like. Um, that's my take. I'm not going to go on and on. Um, I'm going four, five, three. I am against the nine that a lot of people are going to like here. With the understanding the horse can obviously win and do well, I'm against him. Uh, that hey, Howard, me... no, 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 I was going to say, on your three, three there. there. Yeah. The one, the one thing, thing that certainly was, was the win was, was on the six. six. And now, and now losing, losing LASIK? Sure. Just a just little, little, just a little thing I want to get you, you know, Pete, I, I, it, it's such a tough game. I, I don't play the LASIKs game a lot, but mm -hmm. I'm not taking away from your comment. 
it, it's a it's a good comment. Um, we go to Paul. Paul, what do you got here in the Derby? Howard, before, before I go, I, go, I, want, I want when we, we used, used to run, run out, out of money. money at the, at the dog, dog track, track, we used, we used to, have to have people's, people's bets, bets, which I picked, picked the dog against someone else set up. up. I, I want, want Chip Sational against, against Giant Game, game for, for multiple holes oh. of pasta. Oh, hold on a second. Is this is this for is this on live national worldwide TV? Oh, is this going to yeah, affect yeah, our I, dinner? Is this maybe we can throw a little like hat? Someone's got to chip in more for dinner at, at, at Belmont. I will. I you got it. Ship Sational versus Giant Game, correct? I Heads couldn't up? like Giant, Giant Game, Game any, less. any less. What? That's no, it. I'm no. taking Paul. I'm taking. But wait, what happened to Paul, guys? Where would he go? Paul, are you there? <laughs> Just kidding. I had to do that once tonight. Um, all right, there you go. Ship Sational versus and, Giant Game for something. We'll figure it out, by Paul. The way, by the way, I would love, I would to, love see to see Dale Romans, Dale Romans win, the derby. win the derby. That I really, would be I really cool, would. wouldn't it? I just, I just. So I went with so Chip, went with Sational, Chip Sational, Okay. Um, um, who, who again, again, a little sentimental, little sentimental but, but I, I think, I, think I, I, kind of I kind of agree with, with your pace scenario. scenario Howard, he Howard, might be up against, against it a little, it a little this time. He might have picked up the pieces last time. Time, but, but, um. I think, I think he could he be, could more, be tactical. more tactical. Last, Last time was, time an, was aberration an aberration as far as, as, far as how, far how far behind, behind he was. He was. Okay. Uh, uh, then I then went I with Classic Causeway, and, and I do, I do like, like Happy, Happy Boy Rock. Rock. I'm, I'm a big, big Frank, Frank Fletcher, Fletcher fan, fan, and I, I agree with you about Bill Belmont. He doesn't, he doesn't run, run in these races for the hell of it. Totally agree. Pete, what do you got here in the Derby? I'm on Ship as well. But, but not, not with, with a, a not with, not a, with ton a ton of confidence. confidence. I actually, I, I, I think aside from classic causeway, this is pretty wide, wide open. So, so I, I, I just sort of went with with, with, the, with, the, with the wet track, track lean. lean. I think ship stational on the wet track is running some pretty nice pretty races. races. Um, um, Pete, I'm sorry, Paul. Paul Pete, sorry, Paul. People are commenting. Maybe turn your volume down, Paul. I'm not going to show the comments, but people are just suggesting maybe turn your volume down a little bit. Sorry, go ahead, Pete. No, that's, no okay. that's okay. So, so yeah, yeah, I had. I, had, I, I, I like the last workout. I mean, the workouts have been pretty, pretty strong. strong. Didn't, didn't have the didn't have the best, best trip, trip last time. Just from, just from, just from being too far back. back. So, yeah. so again, again that's, that's, that was, that was my, my lean, but not okay. with like hundred percent confidence or anything. Sure. And you like the four off. So you you want to mention anything about Major General coming off a layoff for Pletcher? You've got third. Yeah, that was more of a. It, it, that, that was more of a, of a hey, if this, if this horse, horse just, just comes, comes back and is, and is better, better then, then you just, you just don't, don't know. know. I mean, I mean it's, it's constitution, constitution out of an Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, that just that good off the layoffs with three year olds, especially. especially. Um, um, working, working steadily. steadily. And, I and I like the, like the, the tactical, tactical speed. speed. So if so for some reason, classic causeway gets some pressure, then I think Major General potentially could sit off and maybe get first run. Uh, do you know who Major General worked with last time? Everyone's sitting down ready for this. You want to take a guess? Last time he worked with Command Performance, oh. and I will just say Command Performance outworked him. Come on, Command Performance, <laughs> come on! But but I think that was just sort of a maintenance move because Major yeah, General yeah, I think that has worked a lot yeah, faster yeah, before. Like so it. I'm just having some fun. Uh, Kyle, what you got here in the Tampa Bay Derby, sir? So, so I, I have the. Uh, the, the four, four as well. well. I, I think, think that, that last race, race being, being the prop, prop being sensational, just looks too, too good for this. And, and also, also with my, my uh, 
the track, the track bias, bias that I, or not, not a bias, bias but you, you know, know what I mean. mean. Going, going through, through it, it especially, especially on Wednesday, Wednesday I, think I think being, being close to the front, front is, is going to be I gotta better. interrupt you. I gotta, the listeners are saying the echo is really, really bad. I don't mm-hmm. know why it's that bad. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Everyone try it now. If you're listening, guys, I think that was my fault. I don't know. Maybe not. People that are listening to the show, I apologize. Um, I'm going to bring the PPs back on. Actually, I'm just going to leave them off for right now. I don't really know why there's that bad an echo. People said it's really bad. I don't know if that's There wasn't an echo with you, Howard, it's, and I think you just fixed it. Yeah, it's good. Actually, yeah, it's better now because all of us were echoing, but you weren't for some reason. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. right, I'm Great sorry, host. everyone listening at home. Great I think job I, hosting. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what that was, though. That was very bizarre. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Okay. It should be fine. I'll go ahead, yeah, Kyle. It's good sorry, now. I could like, hear myself. It's all good. It, my bad, my bad, everyone listening at home. Go ahead. But, um, yeah, I, again, moto obvious horse here. I think he continues to improve off the Sam F. Davis, and he goes on to win, like I said, being towards the front as well. And Shipsational would be my second. I put him in second, um, ran t- uh, his last race at Belmont in the slop, ran really well, granted very cold fractions as well. But I think he'll benefit mostly if um, this gets taken to an off track. And then I I didn't know that about Giant Game. If I would have known that about Giant Game, the uh, displaced palette, I probably would have put him third. But I agree with you that it was something that was um, – it looked too bad to be actually, like, true. I put Money Supply in third off his strong maiden win, granted only at 27,000, into a very, very hot pace at six furlongs. I think the distance won't be too much of a problem for him. A $400,000 purchase for Klarovich, so – I think he'll have a decent running into the minors and the chat. The this replay is actually really good to look at. He's pretty far back. I, mm-hmm. I by the way, I think this horse can take a lot of money, guys. I agree too. Uh, he's right here. It was a very hot pace, but I think we need to watch the replay because I know uh, he's going to take some money. And you see in the Clarevich, so he's got a pretty big stride on him. Not, go ahead, Kyle. Let's let, there's really not much to say. He just no. wins well up the inside. Yeah, he cuts back to the inside and just r- rallies up the rail for a pretty easy victory in this race. 91 in this race, uh, especially with the very hot pace, I don't know about how true that buyer is going to be. But he'll definitely have to take a step forward in this race against much, much harder competition. But um, I think he could definitely run for a placing and um, another horse to mention that you already did was Happy Boy Rocket. That was gonna that was gonna be like a price play for me because I loved him last time out. I knew you were there. Yeah. So, but I'm just gonna go Moto Obvious, go Classic Causeway. By by the way, I'm gonna, I have a prediction, guys. Here, Paul, here's another prediction for you. Ready for this? I think money supply at ten to one morning line will be lower in the odds at post sign than Ship Stational. You want to make another bet on that? No, I'll just stick to substantial <laughs> beating the okay. giant game. Uh, by the I way, hope I, you're right. I don't I have money right. supply anywhere. I, I I think this is a huge ask. Yeah. And people are going to see this 91, Kyle. And people are going to mm-hmm. see, you know, uh, Jose Ortiz and Chad and Klarovich. I think money supply, I wouldn't be shocked if money supply is a second choice, guys. I would not mm-hmm. be surprised at all. if he's about. I think he's going to be about 4 to 1, 5 to 1. And I think Major General is going to be about 4 or 5 to 1. And frankly, I don't like either one of them on top, at least, in my opinion. Um, I'm sorry, Kyle, were you done? I sort of yeah, jumped no, in there. Uh, Jim, real quick, what, any thoughts? Real quick, Howard, I guess we're sharing notes again. Um, I agree <laughs> with you completely on Classic Causeway and Giant Game. 
I think the money to be made in this race is in the underneath. I'm completely against money supply. Um, the Sire's two for 29 with dirt routers. Uh, I don't think he'll like the distance. Nope. I'm wow. against substational. Um, again, I think he just closed late, um, sloppy up for second last time. He's been running against New York Reds. Uh, I think those will be the second and third choices. Um, I also like Happy Boy Rock. I was undecided between that. I kind of went to Major General for third just because it's a pletcher off a layoff with three bullet works in early February to get ready. Um, but I, 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 the horse does not have to hit the ticket. I can absolutely see a Happy Boy Rocket or, or one of several others running third. I think the money be made in this race is absolutely in the underneath and the exactas and trifactas if you're going to be a, a, a vertical player. Um, and may, this, this may even be a, a one or two horse use in the pick five as well to finish it off. I would be very, very happy if I'm alive to classic Causeway and Giant Game in the pick five. I, well, I, I will show my pick five, uh, uh, Jim. And Jim, you're a New Yorker, right? So you're against the New Yorker. I mean, you're, you're biased. Guys, the major general thing, I'll, one more thing and we'll move and we'll just end here. Um, I don't like who he beat last year. I mean, he didn't really beat much. And, yeah. and, and, and so... I don't know. It's an undefeated Pletcher for Windstar. I mean, if he runs a 90 and wins, I guess I won't be surprised. But I don't know. I actually think, as I go, I'm going to go ahead and take the PPs off here, guys. Um, oops, sorry. Completely off. I want to do this. There we go. We don't need to see Warfront. Um, guys, you know what I think the best Pletcher right now is a horse called Charge It, who is running in the Broca's Maiden, um, is running in the Florida Derby. By the way, outworking all the other Pletcher horses I've talked about, Major General, um, Command Performance, like I charge it. Just remember that name, folks. He's going to be running the Florida Derby. I think he's actually Pletcher's best horse, in my opinion. I'm curious to see how he does. I'm I actually might put a small future bet on him this weekend. I got to see what odds he is. Um, very quick whip around as we end the show, guys. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for coming on. Greatly appreciate it. We're not going to show. Um, everyone's pick fives. I'll just throw it out there real quick because I have it. There's my pick five for anyone that's interested there, uh, uh, hosts and viewers alike. Uh, Jim, you see I have in the end there, four or five. I, I, I think Classic Hollies is going to be tough. I'm fascinating giant game. I'm against a lot of the outside horses. And if have a boy rocket, I'll have as a backup. I mean, obviously, that's not my main ticket. As everyone knows, I play ABC, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to two chads in the first race. Uh, everyone can see my ticket there. We don't really need to talk too much longer. That'd be my $96 play. If I were playing a caveman, uh, quick last whip round. Uh, we'll start just in order that we went, Paul, any thoughts, anything else you want to say to the viewers, any thoughts about Saturday, the Derby, uh, anything else you'd like to bring up? Well, just I think it's great for a track like Tampa, Tower, despite their transgressions that we didn't get into tonight, but that's another story for another day. That's how with I you. skipped that, by the way. I'm with you on that, by the way. But Ridiculous. in general, though, you know, I, I like it when a smaller track like this has their day in the sun. I went to Tampa right before the pandemic in 2020. I was there Super Bowl weekend, the year before they had the Super Bowl. Terrific little track. I, I watched Independence Hall work there on a Sunday morning. Uh, so uh, I think it's I hope the weather holds for them. I hate it when, you know, they have their one shot at a good day and the weather kills them. So and I'd like to say that, Pete, I'm going to call you tomorrow because our picks are almost identical. <laughs> we need to play a pick five so we can lose together. Let's do it. Might as well lose in misery together. for sure. It's amazing how, how close our picks are. <laughs> Jim, we will talk after the show. Absolutely. We will hit the pick five together. How's that? Sound? That's, that's great. You know, uh, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to keep talking. Uh, Pete, final thoughts. No, I just say I, I like the sequence. I think it's a fun one to pick. And again, I, the, hopefully the rain doesn't spoil it too much. But I like just a few deep races. I even think the Tampa Bay Derby, potentially, if you can beat Classic Causeway, you could at least get a price there. And I like the single on the front end. And I think Derby season is fun. This is one where there's not someone who just jumps out and is, is an easy winner or even the even like an easy three on top like we normally have. I think it's wide open. These next the next set of preps are going to tell a big story and we're going to see when we get there. Hopefully there's some prices. Absolutely. By the way, Janet, Janet, thanks for joining the show. A little love for Kyle. Kyle, listen, the guy knows what he's talking about. I would say wouldn't have him on the show otherwise. Uh, and speaking of Kyle, any, any final thoughts, Kyle, for your, for your fans out there watching the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> yeah. They used to call it the Arlington fan club. Um, but no, really, I'm again, like Pete said, it's a fun sequence and like, um, Paul said it's always so it's like feels like an Arlington day almost where you get that little shine of light on lesser known tracks so should be a really fun one to go into yeah I, I, I am worried about the weather I mean again they're only taking off the turf if it's just torrential so mm-hmm. uh, let's just hope and pray it's not too bad Jim you get to wrap it up from our guest standpoint Are there any final thoughts about Saturday how is our Buffalo Bills going to win the Super Bowl next year <laughs> any any thoughts well, first of all, my wife, Carolyn, completely agrees with Janet. She looked at the five of us, and nothing personal, man, but looking at Kyle next to the four of us, looks like a chiseled Greek god. So, <laughs> absolutely, Wait, Janet. Wait this is, you know, I got, I got the sharp. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, I just really would like to come back to my first derby comment. Since they've gone to the point system, every single horse that's crossed first since then has not been in any position worse than third at any point of the race. If you're looking for derby horses, you've got to look for horses that get out of the gate well and are going to be on or just off the front. All right, we're getting – I don't know if there's big – I don't know what's going on with the Echo, guys. I've never had an issue with the Echo, so maybe it's just best that I just end the show here. Um, I'm going to leave you guys on. Again, I apologize for any tech issues. I'm going to just pull the mic further away from me here. Sorry, Christine, about that. I'm going to leave you guys on here as I bring up a banner to end the show. Again, really appreciate everyone coming on. If you enjoyed the show, ladies and gentlemen, or you didn't enjoy the show, please comment down below the video player and tell us what you thought. Next week, we have Matt Bernier coming on, my friend and yours, to talk about uh, Kentucky Derby news and also about a nice card next a week from Saturday at Oaklawn Park. This has been episode 119, everyone wave, of the HTJ Tracing Podcast. Good luck at Tampa Bay this Saturday, everyone. Take care. Good night.